0: Windscape, Chapter 18, The Battle on the Bray An older man with an inquisitive expression had appeared from behind a pile of books. He crossed the floor in a matter of seconds and snipped the door shut behind them just as Sandy Murdoch's big ruddy face appeared at the glass. He waved his finger at Sandy and pointed to the sign marked Private. Sandy peered over the older man's shoulder, that Jenny and Pavel had ducked down well out of sight. They could just see Sandy through a half-inch crack between the top of a pile of books and the bottom of the wooden table. Sandy wavered for a moment, trying the handle while leering at the older man. Then, with one final glance round their room, the school bully edged away from the glass door and rattled down the steps. "'A friend of yours?' asked the man. Not exactly, said Jenny He's a school bully, said Pavel for once, telling the truth A nasty piece of work by the looks of him, said the man He lifted the receiver of a buff coloured phone and dialed one number Jimmy? The big idiot wearing a donkey jacket Yes, I know, a bit of a thug The older man nodded Chuck them all out Jenny felt her heart lift "'After that, come up here. I have a couple of stowaways.' The older man smiled and then invited Pavel and Jenny to sit down. His rounded glasses glinted in the strip lights above their heads. They hesitated for a moment and then sat down sheepishly between another two piles of books on a wooden bench. "'So you just came in here to hide?' he asked. "'Not really,' said Jenny. "'We came in for a book,' said Pavel." What kind of book? asked the man. It's for my father, said Jenny. When she'd lied this time, she tried to picture her own father, not the imaginary father they'd told Wendy about. She hoped the self-deception would cancel out the untruth. What kind of book does he like to read? said the man. Now Jenny was confused. Pavel had told Wendy that her imaginary father liked fantasy, so she thought she'd stick to that. He's a farmer, but he likes fantasy stuff. Something with a message, added Pavel. A fable, perhaps, said the man thoughtfully. "Hmm." He shuffled a few things on the table and dug out a book with a white cover. It had a painting of a sheep's head on the front, only it was in two halves, one half black-faced and the other half white-faced. The sheep's eyes looked mean. Pure wool, said the man. He turned the book over in his hands. A modern fable. How's that? He handed it to Jenny, just as another man, much younger, opened the glass door, marked private. My dad likes sheep, said Jenny. "Uh, How much is it? asked Pavel, producing a couple of coins. You can have it. Let's call it a sample, said the older man. Jenny thought this was very nice of him. She took it and placed it in her duffel bag. On you go, said the other man. The coast is clear. Jenny thought he sounded like Pavel. Not just a silly saying, but his accent too. Pavel hesitated. Oh, and there's a man with a dog in the back seat of his car, double parked at the front of the shop. Says he's waiting on a tom and a jean. I take it he's not after you as well. No, he's a friend, said Jenny. She got up and thanked the older man. Pavel did too. "'As Pavel passed the younger man, he said, "'And "'The younger man smiled and ushered him downstairs. "'I heard you talking earlier,' said Pavel. thought we might have something in common.' "'You're both from Poland?' asked Jenny. "'Pavel smiled at Jenny, "'then shook the young man's hand "'before edging out of the glass doors. "'Jenny glanced up and down the street "'for any sign of the Murdochs. "'The young man followed them out "'and saw them safely into Wendy's car. "'Hi, you two!' It was Wendy. And in seconds, they were in the back seat with Lord. They waved to the young Polish bookseller and pulled away. Jenny soon spotted Sandy and his thugs walking along the strand. She slumped down in her seat. Get your book? asked Wendy. Yeah, thanks, said Pavel. Lord was wagging his tail hard. It kept whipping Jenny's face as she pulled on his collar. She was worried that Sandy would recognise him. Jenny produced the book and showed it to Wendy in the rearview mirror. Pavel jabbed him the ribs and pointed up a steep road. We'll head up there after Wendy takes us back to the station, okay? Wendy turned right and then right again, eventually reaching the roundabout at the station. Jenny prayed there'd be no sign of the Murdocks. To her relief, there wasn't. Just here's fine, said Pavel, still scanning the station. Look, said Wendy. Take this. He handed Jenny a piece of paper. It's my mobile number. If you have any trouble with anything at all, give me a call. Thanks, said Jenny. She nudged Pavel. Ah, Junkuya, said Pavel. A quizzical look on his face, Wendy waved them both goodbye. So, Pavel, does that mean thank you in Polish? Asked Jenny. It does, said Pavel. They walked round the edge of the station and on past the bookshop until they reached a side road that climbed towards the folly that looked like the Colosseum. Panting, Jenny asked, Do you still think Windy's the enemy? Pavel didn't answer. Instead, he stopped and busied himself, counting the remains of his money. I've got one pound fifty. How much have you got? Still annoyed at Pavel's mistrust of Windy just because he helped build wind farms... Jenny spun the duffel bag off her shoulder and pulled her purse out of the top pocket. She popped it open and pulled out the notes. Lord growled. A big freckled hand caught her wrist. I'll take that. Jenny screamed. Sandy Murdoch's horrible grinning face was only inches from hers. Pavel struggled with the other two boys. Help! yelled Jenny. The road was quiet. Jenny made to shout again, but Sandy put his hand over her mouth. Lord bit down on Sandy's wrist and he screamed out, You bloody mud He tried to punch Lord, letting go of his grip on Jenny. Lord bit him again and this time Sandy backed off, blood running down his wrist and over the cuff of his shirt. The two other boys pulled Pavel back. Lord snapped at him. Sandy picked up a big stone from the side of an overflowing skip and launched it at Lord. It missed but caught one of Pavel's attackers in the shin. "Oh, He roared. Jenny recognised him as one of Sandy's older pals from Stornoway. She swung her duffel bag and hit Sandy Murdoch between his legs. He crumpled, still nursing his bleeding hand. Pavel smacked one of the boys in the cheek and broke free. In seconds, they were tearing back down the hill towards the town centre, Lord yelping behind them. Pavel spun round and caught hold of Lord's chilling lead. As he turned back, however, he smacked straight into someone. Winded, he fell back. Jenny tried to duck round, but came face to face with Angus Murdoch. Lord began barking again. Quiet, Doug, yelled McGovern. Lord cowered. Mr Murdoch took her bag. McGovern would have been locked up if I hadn't stepped in. He pushed Jenny across to the ruddy-faced McGovern, who held her tight beside Pavel. He rummaged for a few seconds and then pulled a manila envelope free of her jumbled-up clothes. So, Jenny, you found the letters.